it's a trial and I'm focusing too much on this and what the whole ambience does. Can I hear you from here? Um, I think so. <laughs> well, just the when trucks don't keep going by. <laughs> just when we are trying, the, the, the truck is showing up. Oh, that should work just fine. However, we're gonna do it, but basically we are live. <laughs> so, uh, I'm sitting here with Michelle, Michelle Ray. She just came out with uh, an amazing little book on... On Going Gray. The book is called Go Gray Your Way. And it's on Amazon, and I have some of Ben's beautiful photos in it. And so now you see me blush. <laughs> and so we're just going to chat a little bit about the book, and um, I'm going to answer Ben's questions. And Questions? I thought I'm getting all the inspiration here. Um, I was just told we're going to talk about silver and gray here. I like that. That's a, that's a new title. Perfect. So, uh, Michelle, tell us, how did, you, how did this, this idea about the book come about? How, what well, sparked that? You know, it's definitely not a book I ever like intended or planned to write. I've been getting my hair colored since I was a 21-year-old uh, senior in college. I had a few gray hairs in college that popped up, and being the glamorous girly girl that I was, I was horrified, and I immediately ran and got my hair colored. And in my 20s, it was actually a lot of fun to get my hair colored. I was in the music business. I was, you know, out seeing bands five nights a week in my little right. leather miniskirts and my high heels, and it was fun to have a different hair color and change things up. Um, later in my early 30s, I got into, you know, yoga and health food. I did the California thing. I was vegetarian, like really got into um, living what I felt was a healthier lifestyle. And at that point, I started to feel, you know, just a little bit of concern about the fact that I was getting my hair dyed fairly frequently. But um, I kept dyeing my hair because in Los Angeles, we're not really allowed to get older. I've always been told I look young for my age. You know, who really knows? Well, we both look 20, right? <laughs> exactly, Perfect. maybe 22. But um, so, you know, I guess I enjoyed that feeling of like, you know, looking good, looking young, and I'm kind of a late bloomer. You know, I, uh, you know, I didn't settle down in my 30s like a lot of people do. I continued to date and travel and kind of moved back and forth between LA and a few other cities. And um, I guess I just always enjoyed feeling you know attractive and young and hip and um, looking looking good or what I thought was good but in my 40s uh, I started thinking about the possibility of letting my natural hair grow out and the reason is I was suddenly at the salon once about every four to five weeks and I noticed that I was actually kind of planning my life around my hair color which seems a little crazy but I was just really conscious of those silvery roots that were popping up sooner and sooner and even though I never intended it, my dyed color ended up, it seemed to get darker and darker. And I just started to look a little off and um, it would look great the day of the appointment. And I'd leave the salon with shiny, straight, beautiful, dark brown hair. Right. But then a few weeks later, I would just notice that it didn't look quite right. It looked a little orange in the bright sunlight or it looked a little off. And uh, by this time I was working in the beauty industry. I've been in medical aesthetics for about um, well, for the last 10 years, selling medical beauty treatments and products to physicians. So um, I just you know, was very conscious of my appearance, also still being a single girl and dating and, you know, in Los Angeles, obviously. Hang on, hang on a second. So fast forward to my 40s, I noticed I was having to get to the salon about every four weeks and my hair would look good for, you know, a few days or a week. It'd be shiny and straight and brown. And then eventually, though, it would start to look a little fake and too warm. And 
I was planning my social life around my hair, which I realized was kind of insane. Like, what does if I that had, mean? That means like, oh, I got my hair colored 14 days ago. I've got a really hot first date with this guy I think I'm really gonna like. Even though I'm not due for a haircut or a hair color for another two weeks, maybe I should go get a touch up. Okay. And um, luckily I'm tall and I have wavy hair, so the silvery hair was a little less visible maybe to the shorter guys. But the last thing I wanted as, like a, as a glamorous 40 something right. girl is to like look but like I'm not well kept, you know. Right. It's important to me to look well put together. So I I started to talk to my stylist, like, hey, do you think I could maybe let some of my real hair come in and we could just do highlights or lowlights or work with the gray? I got three very negative responses. One, while I was living in Portland, I asked my stylist what she thought. She made a horrible face. She paused. And then she said, why would you want to do that? You look so young. You're going to look so old. Those were her exact and then a couple of years after moving back to California from Portland, I asked my next stylist, oh, what do you think about letting my natural hair grow in? And she also seemed horrified. She said, you know, you look so young for your age. You look at least 10 years younger than you are. Um, since you have pale skin, you're gonna look really washed out and tired. You cannot go gray. She basically refused <laughs> to entertain that idea with me. So what again- What did she know? Well, you know, she worked at a very fancy salon in Santa Monica, and I actually believe that she was being truthful. I believe that she really believed I would look bad. I don't think it was about her getting her monthly fee. I really think that she doesn't think that, you know, gray hair is attractive, which which is, I think, a, a misconception that many, many people have because our culture is conditioned to think that. I think, yeah, I think it's really it's really the culture because if we, if we look at silver women today, I believe it comes down to the attitude. It's not the color. No, I, I mean, you can agree. have purple, you can have whatever color you want. If you don't have the right attitude, no color will help you. Exactly, and I believe that too. But growing up, I was definitely conditioned to think that gray hair or white hair meant old. So I, I think it's just the way we've been conditioned and I think it's really changing now. So what happened for me last, last fall, I, um, I was just tired of looking fake and I was spending a lot of money, which I really don't mind because I'm a girly girl and I want to look beautiful, but it wasn't looking that good. So I went online, I started looking at pictures of women with gray hair. I was just blown away by the beautiful, and I mean like stunningly beautiful women I found online. I'm a really visual person um, and I can honestly say that almost every woman that I looked at, and some were models, and some were like 25 years old, but others were 50, 60, 70. I can honestly say that like, pretty much every woman that I looked at with her real hair looked more natural and looked prettier. Um, do they look older? Maybe some look a little older, maybe some actually look younger. I think it really depends on the whole person, the wardrobe, yeah. the body, the makeup, the accessories and jewelry, but I honestly felt that, oh my God, like I can look beautiful with my real hair, even though I don't even know what my real hair is because I've been dying it since I was 21. Mm -hmm. So I really had so much fun looking at hundreds of photos online and reading and joining Facebook groups and learning about how to take care of gray hair. So at that point... Yes, we, yes, we got visitors. <laughs> All right. So at that point, I downloaded a bunch of photos from the internet, made an appointment with my regular colorist in Beverly Hills that I saw about every three and a half to four weeks, went in and sat in the chair and said, I was so excited. I'm like, look, I have all these photos. I'm tired of looking fake. You're the best, but even your work just can't make me look real anymore. I'm probably 90% 
silvery white on top. And he paused for like just a second. And he said, of course you can go gray. This is too dark. This brown is too dark. You're right. We're going to start weaving in some highlights and lowlights so you won't look half done. And How I said, cool well, that's that? great. He was yeah. so great. Very I couldn't nice. believe it. And it was such a relief. And so instead of instead of doing my roots, he put in a bunch of fine kind of ashy blonde highlights, didn't touch the roots. And the feeling that I felt when I like looked even at my wet hair after the highlights was this profound sense of relief. I'll never forget it. I looked at myself and I said, oh my God, like I've got this quarter inch of roots or whatever it is, but with all these little fine highlights, I feel younger, prettier, and softer. And I natural. immediately felt more natural and yeah, it was just like, this huge epiphany, I couldn't have been happier. And when I asked him, Nikolai, um, when do I come back? Because normally I would come in every three and a half or four weeks. And he's like, wait as long as possible. I couldn't believe it. Because usually, you know, they're getting you in there sooner, like right. shorter That's time business. increments. So anyway, I was thrilled. I knew it would be a process to grow up my hair. I'm not a short hair person. I like shoulder length to longer hair and I've just never, you know, I think long or short hair is beautiful and can be really sexy, but it's not for everyone. Yeah. So I wasn't willing to cut my hair, um, and I wasn't willing to walk around like with you know very light roots and very dark long hair. So he, so we did a lot of chemicals, which I have no problem with. We did a lot of chemical processing over the next few months, constantly adding. What what did that chemical processing do? Well, he just continued to lighten my kind of dark brown hair. Okay. So we started with subtle highlights, and then the next time he added um, quite a few more highlights. And and um, at that point, we did have to cut off about two inches because my hair was a little damaged on the ends. So then, uh, did he want you to continue the regular appointments, or, or what was the, well, the schedule? Well, he, he really left it up to me, but his suggestion was to come in every maybe eight to ten weeks and get more uh, highlights added so that my hair blended well. So I didn't have this line of demarcation, this like silvery white on top and brown hair on the bottom. So it was definitely a process, but I was in charge of the process. And I continued to go in about every eight to ten weeks for more highlights until I got to a point where my real hair, which is kind of a silvery white on top and still light, light ash brown on the sides and back, I got to a point where it blended pretty well. There was no line. There's no line. There, there are different colors, but there's no harsh line. So at that point, I stopped coloring my hair. That was last May. So, totally. And totally. You, you haven't touched I, it since. I haven't touched it. The only thing that I've done, a couple of times I've gotten just a toner, which um, makes it a little more cool and ashy. So colored brown hair tends to turn to like warm and brassy tones. Actually, any colored hair will eventually turn warm and brassy. It's just a matter of when. So I get a rinse. It's not really color. It's a rinse that tones down the brown. It makes the hair appear um, basically more gray or more silver. Uh, a cooler tone. So I, I do that maybe every, when I need it, maybe every eight weeks now. I use a really good quality shampoo and conditioner. I don't use things, um, products. Can you, with, can you tell us what you use? Yes, I can. I use a few different things because it's good to mix it up. And also it gives your hair a little more body, which I think is important with gray hair. You want to have a great haircut, obviously. Um, and you want to use the right products. I like to use products just like with my skincare. I like to avoid parabens, and silicones. Um, silicones really weigh the hair down. They can make it look smoother, but over time they really coat the hair and it's just not good for the hair overall. 
I like to avoid detergents. So many, many shampoos do have detergent in them. There's no need to ever put detergent in your hair. It's not good for your hair or your skin, by the way. See, I didn't even know that. No, it's really bad for your hair. So I use, right now I'm using a line from Israel. Um, it's from, um, it's called Silver Effects. And I get it from my other hair, hairstylist sells it in her salon. So there's a special shampoo. It's very dark purple. It's a pig, what we call a pigmented shampoo. And it does what the toner does, but you do it at home. So about once every week or two, I wash with this purple pigmented shampoo and it makes my hair cooler and less warm because I do still have some dyed hair that's growing out. So that's what I use. And, um, I use a clarifying shampoo about once a week. That lifts out any environmental pollutions from the hair, which can make the hair look discolored, especially when you have very light hair. You want to keep it super clean, and okay. it lifts any old product out of the hair. So about, I use one from Avalon Organics. It's called, I think, Lemon Clarifying Shampoo. It's like $7 at Whole Foods. It's a really clean, simple shampoo. So I use that as well. And then I like to use, I never use serums that contain silicones, because again, they really coat the hair and weigh it down. I use uh, pure squalane oil from a company called Biosans. It's a fabulous, cruelty-free company that makes oils for the face and hair. I literally use three drops of this oil on my hair just to uh, smooth it down. So what, you just, you just rub that in your palm and, and just then... Just like about three drops, and I have a lot of hair and it's curly and porous. I just put it on the ends to take down the frizz, because I'm a little frizzy. You know, I still have some colored hair. Yeah, plus so. our California weather here, frizzy. Exactly. So uh, the squalane oil is fabulous. It's also really good for your skin, but that's a whole other story. So those, that's what I do. So oh, can before I we... Yeah, what I don't blow dry. Um, I find my hair's a lot healthier when I don't blow dry it. So if you have dry hair, chemically treated hair, or porous hair, you may try to dry it. Just try blow drying less. It, you know, it may or may not work for you, but I find my hair has a lot more texture and a lot more bounce if I don't blow it dry. All right, so now we have it down to the detailed technology that, that I'm not aware of. I'm a guy, <laughs> lucky me. If To, to conclude our, our little chat, what would you tell somebody who is consider either considering going gray or who started going gray already? What, what are the, your words of wisdom, so to speak? What's your nugget of wisdom well, when it comes a, to that? That's a great question. So I'll try to keep it short and sweet. I think the important thing is to do it when you're really ready to do it. Um, it isn't, I'm not going to say it's easy to do it, but when you're really ready to do it and make a change, I think it's a really empowering and exciting thing to do. And I think that, um, I was just so pleasantly surprised and thrilled when I realized that my own beautiful, my own natural hair was more beautiful than the color. Perfect. Thank you so much. So talking about family tradition, is there anybody else in your family who is turning silver? Well, actually, I inspired my mom, who's, um, her name is Garnet. She's 74 years old. She's been dyeing her hair since she was around 30 years old. And, you know, I was obsessed with, you know, my gray hair last fall and constantly talking about it. And I didn't really try to convince her to stop dying, but I kept talking about it and how great it was. And I think I just got her excited about the whole idea. So did you show her any of your research, any, oh, any imagery? Yes. Or? I send her emails every day. Mom, look at these beautiful, you know, women with gray hair. So um, she came to visit me for our birthdays, which are you know, a few days apart in April last year. And my we, we picked her up at the airport and um, I couldn't find my mother. And I actually started to get a little worried because I didn't see her. And you know, she's 74 and she doesn't come to the big city very often. Finally, my boyfriend turns around and says, 
there she is right there. Well, I saw this white-haired woman from behind, and I did not recognize my mother. But um, <laughs> she, had, like, she had um, gone gone white over the course of only two months because she's got a really short And wait, and she didn't tell you? No, she surprised me. So, so, her, cool. so, her, stylist, so her stylist, it was very simple for her. She bleached her brown hair and bleached it to a pretty light blonde. And then a month later, when she came for a trim, cut most of the bleached hair off. And her natural hair is a bright white. It's a beautiful, pure, like bright white color. And so she still had a little blonde on the on the tips, but literally in about roughly two and a half months, she was all natural, all white. And she gets so many compliments now. She's thrilled with her white hair. It's really flattering. And even though she's a very pale, like a light-skinned person too, she honestly looks, I mean, much better with the white hair. Very and cool. couldn't be happier. And she, now she's happy because she's saving all this money too ah. on her hair. So it runs in the family. Here we, here we have it. I would like to know, you have a specific salon that you go to, right? I do have a salon. And I think it's really important if you are wanting to transition your hair. It's great to go talk to at least one experienced stylist, maybe two or three. It can be a big investment, and it's a big time investment to go gray. And you just want to get someone who really knows what they're doing. So I found a great salon in Burbank. It's called the Color Lounge. And they actually, one of the things they specialize in is what they call 50 Shades of Gray. They do gray hair transitions. So they can literally take you from whatever color you are, dyed color, to your natural uh, white, gray, or silver hair in one session if you really want to. Most women elect to do several sessions, like every couple of months, but they actually, their marathon record is they spent 16 hours and two stylists on one person's hair one day. They transitioned her from, I believe she was a brunette, to um, her own natural, like, silvery white hair. And yes, there is some damage involved in that process. They use Olaplex, they do everything they can to protect the hair. But um, anyway, they have some beautiful pictures. The pictures are on my website. They're on my Facebook page. Where, how can people find you? They can, they can find me at smartbeautyrituals.com. And they can also find my Facebook page, which has, which has the most photos of the gray hair photos, at Smart Beauty Rituals. And then the Color Lounge has a beautiful Instagram page and website. And I believe it's colorlounge113.com. Okay, so nice. both Grace and Sai are wonderful experienced uh, stylists who can Grace who can help Cy. you. Perfect. And uh, regarding your book, where can people find your book and oh, what is it called? Yes, the book is Go Gray Your Way and it's on Amazon. It's on sale there. And it's really a how-to booklet. It's more of a booklet than a true book, but it gives a lot of there a lot of great before and after photos of women that I know kind of in my community, my mother as well, and then the beautiful uh, gray-haired women that, that Ben has photographed. Some have silver, some are white, others are gray. Long hair, short hair, all beautiful. You know, well, stunning pictures to inspire you. Excellent. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for being with us. And uh, people go to her website, go, uh, check her out, find her book on, okay, I forgot the title again. Uh, go Gray Your Way go, on Amazon. On Amazon. Perfect. Thank you so much. Great. Thanks for having me, Ben. Thank you.